0: help the show it's 1025 the bone 727 579 1025 or 771 1025 those are the numbers to reach us if you want to be a part of the show today we are all uh, live i i would imagine my estimation will be that this week would be our last week from here and then hopefully back in the studio but i don't know 100% that that is true Except Joe, of course, who refuses to get tested and it's going to be gone for a couple of months as, as it goes. Um, Samantha, to me if I favor. Flip that pillow around. It's just bugging yes. me the way you're holding it. You're,
1: Why? Because it's you Yeah, there?
0: Yeah, and you're gripping it so tight to your chest and man boob area. It's making me uncomfortable.
1: I love it. Yeah, I love this pillow that you gifted me, Michael. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, I was when I found a company that did that, put my face on anything, so I gave you a pillow with my face on it. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: And you gave us those great those great mugs with, uh, <laughs> with Hoppy and his,
0: oh. his ex fiance on them. Hoppy, you met, yeah. were you mad at that when um, you found that out?
2: If I wasn't with her, I would have found it funny, but because I was so pee-whipped, anything she thought, I immediately thought, so I was really angry at you, but now I find it funny. She was mad? Uh, when was she happy?
0: I don't know, man. I only met her one time, and that was enough for me. I'm just saying, you, you. Uh, what did she say to you? Like, all right. So, for those of you who don't know, Hoppy and his girlfriend oh, did like God. a photo shoot together. Oh God! And uh, <laughs> then there were some outtake photos, and I got a hold of those outtake photos, mm-hmm. and some of them were very awkward. They were like the two of those awkward dinosaurs doing uh, acrobatics, missionary, it, it missionary like- and other positions. And I put it on a mug. And I gave it to people for Christmas.
2: Yeah. I am in such denial that I was in that relationship because I almost threw everything away. So I'm pretty much atheist, but there might be a God because somehow she dumped me. Thank God. Yeah.
0: Did she, did you, uh, do you want one of those mugs so you could remember it? There yeah, it is. Oh I, my God.
2: I want nothing to do with her.
0: <laughs> the, the, Happy, Joe,
2: whose idea was that to do a photo I shoot? Okay. I wanted to do pictures for my uh, podcast. There. And then the guy, Joe Sale, was like, Okay, well, let's let's take some pictures with you and your uh, girlfriend. Uh, good riddance. Then there's the one with me in front of the uh, mirror and you guys got like a hundred photoshops of it.
0: Um, that was yeah. that was great. That <laughs> was great. Um Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, I, I i it was it was pretty you got to admit hoppy it was pretty funny oh
2: dude it's um it's wonderful i'm able to laugh at it now in the moment i got so mad over things that were so petty now i'm able to laugh at everything oh god
0: all right well listen to me um we're going to get more of hoppy and Spencer's voices a little bit later on in the show. I, I, I don't oh, know. If, have you guys been working is, on? Never would have brought that up. Have you guys been working on characters? <laughs>
2: yes. I know Spencer's <laughs> been working on it all weekend, right, right.
3: Spencer? And, well, I mean, I'm just thinking about what it is I'm going to do. You know, yeah. I don't
2: want to go in there cold.
0: Good, smart, Spencer. Yeah. Always be thinking.
3: Hell I'm yeah, always Spencer.
2: thinking.
0: Okay, all right. Well, we'll get to that later. But right now, it is time for news with Galvin. Here we go.
4: Galvin on the Mike Calta show.
0: Uh, before we get the news, real quick, Spanish. Uh, okay, there, yeah. sorry, I was trying to uh, find the uh, bone zoom that we're doing right. Is that what we're doing right now? Yes. Yeah. yeah, there, there you are with the pillow. Okay, I'm sharing that to my Facebook page. You can find it at facebook.com slash the Mike Calta show. And uh, you can you can watch it. You know, can I share to a page? There we go. All right, Galvin, what do we have in news today? Today's news is brought to you by Pelts
3: Shoes. All seven Pelts locations are back open, ready to go. Whatever kind of shoes you're looking for, they've got them. They've got running shoes. They've got uh, uh, boat shoes. They've got sandals. They've got shoes for your kids, for your mom, everybody. And they can even socially distance size your foot. So they're making sure everything's safe in there. Just stop into a Pelts location near you for the perfect fit. Make sure you whisper, Calvin. then. You get 10% off.
0: Yeah, don't spread your Uh, germs, though. Wear a mask when you go there. No,
3: yes, please wear a mask. At least 12 states saw a record number of new cases over the weekend, and they've jumped about uh, 15% nationwide in the last two weeks. More young people in the South are now testing positive for coronavirus, and yesterday a White House advisor said the administration is preparing for a possible second wave in the fall. Which we've been hearing about that for a while. It seems like the second wave is here because we didn't do what we should have done. Which is now... exactly
0: what they predicted. Yeah, yeah. They said that but people it... aren't going to pay attention and we're going to get hit with an even stronger wave. Uh, you know, come the fall, but it's already here now. Because I would say it had to do mostly with the uh, with the protesting, and then in Florida with the signs that it went down a little, and then they just opened everything
3: right opened everything and also i was looking over the weekend at some diff- different stuff and dr Fauci, who uh originally said there's no reason for you to be wearing a mask right now yeah like he literally said that and yeah. the guy was like are you sure because everyone's listening to you and he said yeah there's no reason at all and then of course like the next week he's like make sure you wear a mask
0: yeah and and we talked last week about how they were saying that because uh, they didn't want to run out of masks. But I don't know if that's even the right thing. I think they just screwed up. I think they just didn't know, you know? Yeah.
3: Uh, If you don't know, then you probably shouldn't be so adamant about, yeah, there's no reason to. Mm. Uh, President Trump's first campaign event happened in Tulsa on Saturday, and he uh, caught heat for saying he pushed for less testing. A White House advisor later called the comment tongue-in-cheek. Here is Trump talking about that.
4: When you do testing to that extent, you're gonna find more people, you're gonna find more cases. So I said to my people, slow
3: the testing down, please. They test and they test. We got tests that people don't know what's going on. We got tests. We got another one over here. The young man's 10 years old. He's got the sniffles. He'll recover in about 15 minutes. That's a case. Add him to it. That's a case. Is he doing a character now?
0: I I have no idea. I he was he's lost me, man. He's nuts out. Huh? Kids, did you see him
3: talking about the water and drinking the water and then he drank a glass of water and people went nuts like he just cured cancer.
0: Because he did it with the one hand? Right,
3: and then yeah. threw it
1: down. Yeah.
4: yeah. He spiked it like grunt. And not like only did that, just and his
1: little bit that he did about walking down the ramp with the general. Yeah. Right. What is that? What is it was the stand up, this guy?
0: I would like to see him in the debates again, and then they take him out. Yeah, he's out there doing (laughs) make-em-ups.
3: There's also been drama over the crowd size at the event. Last week, his campaign manager said they'd had over a million ticket requests, so they were expecting easily to fill the 19,000 seats. But the Tulsa fire department said only six thousand two hundred tickets were scanned. That doesn't include people with luxury boxes, campaign staff, or members of the media who were covering it. A campaign official claimed twelve thousand people went through the metal detectors, but no one disputes the fact that it wasn't a full house for sure.
0: I mean it looked like they blocked off behind you know, there was a certain area where the upper level was off. You know, I don't know. I don't
3: know. I saw different pictures where you know, it's focused and it looks like it's packed and then there is some where it's from way back and it shows and there was a lot of open spaces. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know either, but yeah. I mean Jesus, if you're putting eight thousand people in a, in an arena during uh, you know, a pandemic, I still think that's pretty good. Mm. And and uh, there Joe Biden rallies and he's got like fifty people there. A bunch of
3: TikTok users claim they made it happen by flooding the event with fake ticket requests, then not showing up. The Trump campaign denied it and blamed the media for scaring people away with coverage of the pandemic and
0: the protests. Uh, Well, that could be it could be shady politics, too.
3: Yeah. Or it could just be that people don't want to be in a room with 19,000 people. Right. You know. Yeah. I don't know how this works. Um, but I, I I have an opinion on this. I want to hear what you guys think about this. The family of the uh, late American rock legend Tom Petty has sent a cease and desist letter to Trump campaign after it blasted the song, I Won't Back Down, at the president's rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, in a statement posted to petty 's Twitter account on Saturday, the family said the use of the song was quote in no way authorized
0: yeah, but you don 't need authorization every Every that- Republican that uses a song goes through the same thing yes, I think it was yes who took the took their song away from Rush Limbaugh he was using it for the intro to his show and um, if you're paying for the, for the right to use the music, if you're – I don't know how it works in, it, when you're on a campaign because the, when it comes to politics, you get totally different rules. But uh, if you're paying for the publishing to use that song, to play it in a building – like if you're going to an arena that pays publishing rights, then you can play whatever song you want if it's, if it's out there. And uh, they can say, hey, we don't agree with what you say and we don't want you to use their song. But it's tough noogies when it comes down to whether or not you can stop them.
3: Right. That's exactly what I think, too. Once you put an album out and it's out there into the public and they can buy it and use it, then it's, you know, that's like saying, uh, hey, I don't want the uh, Baltimore uh, Ravens to use this uh, song because I'm not a fan of their yeah. team. Well, too bad. Tough, yeah. yeah. They pay for it, they pay for the publishing and stuff so they can use it.
0: Well, they had Born in the USA, I think, was one that they were using. With Reagan, the yeah. And then um, mm-hmm. I remember. See, with Mac. But that was good. That was, they wanted that. That was Clinton was using that. Uh, don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Right. And then I don't know. There have been just a couple, and it's always these uppity rock bands that are like, well, we don't want to, we don't want to be a, you know, we're not giving you any permission. And the politicians are usually like, who cares what you what you want? Right. And now it almost seems like a thing just to get people talking
3: about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. Or it's just like, okay, whatever. Who cares? Uh, I would what? come on. Uh,
0: I'm use it. I would use DMX. Yeah. DMX, I think, would really be, uh, let everybody know that I'm here and I'm serious about it. Especially Joe Biden, if you're really trying to make up for that, uh, you know, you ain't black thing, come out using a, a hardcore rap song. I think that would show everybody that you, you know, you really do understand what it's like. The struggle. Uh, I I mean used
1: a politician to use the who let the dogs out. I mean, come
0: Ooh. on. Ooh, that's a good song. <sighs>
1: That'd be nice. I used
3: DMX <laughs> over good. the weekend. Uh, the dogs that I put up for, you know, on uh, social media that are up for adoption, there was a dog named Xavier, so I used uh, DMX. X is going to give it to you. Did you get them all adopted? They both, yeah, both the uh, dogs I walk got adopted, so that's good news. Uh, Most major cities in Florida are now requiring face masks in public, and officials in the Florida Keys voted to require masks in indoor settings until June of 2021.
0: Oh, wow. What? Yeah,
3: so if you go to the Florida Keys, you are wearing a mask indoors for sure.
0: Mm, Well, I mean... That's, now, what about if you test for the antibodies now, and you're like, I can't get it, I can't give it, I'm good.
3: Yeah, but do people
0: believe you? I'm sure everybody saw over the weekend the guy
3: trying to get into Walmart, not wearing a mask, and fighting his way in. Did you see yeah. that video? Yeah. Yeah. What a lunatic that guy was. <laughs> but also, I love that the Walmart employees are fighting with this guy. Meanwhile, one of the ladies is standing there with no mask on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. the that's thing. There's so many people... Like, I, I don't know. I see it, and I'm like, oh, we should be doing Then you look around, and you see people out, and you're like, all right, maybe I shouldn't be doing it. I don't know.
3: <laughs> no, you know, you definitely should be doing it. Yeah. It's just people just don't care
0: at all. I'm talking about, uh, like, in the early stages. In the early stages, you were like, when nobody knew whether to wear one, and you go out, and you're like, half the people are, half of them aren't. And you're like, I, I don't know what I should be doing. But, yes, now you should definitely be all over it. Uh, AMC Theaters will require guests
3: to wear face masks at all of its U.S. movie theaters when they reopen in July, a reversal of a policy from a day earlier that prompted a swift backlash. Regal Cinemas also said it would mandate masks for employees and customers to help prevent the spread of coronavirus. On Thursday, AMC, the world's largest movie theater operator, uh, had said it would only encourage mask wearing, except in states where authorities required it. Policy drew immediate criticism from people who said they would not feel safe and, and others around them, uh, if others around them were not wearing masks. AMC said Friday it had listened to the reaction from its customers and scientists and reversed course.
0: Uh, also, in other news, movie theaters.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That, I mean, that's it. I mean, I paid 1995 to watch The King of Staten Island, which I didn't Oof. love, Yeah, and I was fine with it. I was like, yeah, okay, 20 bucks, watch the movie, and, you know, a $20 movie saved me, watching it from my house saved me $75 from nobody buying candy and and popcorn and stuff.
3: Right, and they have now set the precedent that they can do that, that they can release new movies straight to home on digital, on demand and stuff, and we will pay more for it. So now we have that. Movie theaters, see ya.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel. I was very comfortable watching it at night in my house, pausing it to pee, coming back and turning it on. That's the key, man. Movies at home, 20 bucks a pop. Everybody makes their money. Everybody's good. And yeah. sorry, movie theaters. Should have been nicer. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if we should believe them or not,
3: but there is a company in China that says they, uh, the vaccine it's been testing appears to be safe and effective <laughs> and could be ready by the fall. Nope.
0: No, so no, way. no way. No way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's made from bats,
4: though.
0: Yeah, I mean, oh,
4: yeah. I, I don't trust
0: anything <laughs> that they say right now. Yeah. Uh, the, the, Clinic- the only Chinese I'm trusting is uh, Golden Inn. Thank you for not cooking. They're the only ones yeah. I trust right now. Yeah. <laughs>
3: The uh, Mayo Clinic says treatments using plasma from recovered patients appears to be working. They're not done testing yet, but the mortality rate uh, are lower, and only 1% of the people who've had uh, a plasma injection
1: have had a bad reaction to it.
3: So they say that that's working, and uh, they're happy with the outturn so far. Now,
1: how can we get money for our antibodies that's what I want to know. How do, we, how do we get to that step where we can volunteer our antibodies and get a little cash money on side? Or floor. you could that's, just that's be a nice human,
5: human and try to help people
1: and donate. That's not how capitalism works. No, 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 no. Let's, let's finish. Have you, you ever sold, sold any? <clears> else <throat> getting paid.
0: Have you ever sold any bodily fluids for uh, for like blood or anything you know, anything else? Yes,
1: I did. When I in college, I used to get money for uh, uh, plasma because you could do the plasma thing. I never did this, the sperm stuff because I was always terrified that I would get older and then I'd have a bunch of kids showing up at my door. But I did do the plasma.
0: What do you get for plasma?
1: Not much. I think it's like 20 bucks or something like that. It's just, it was not much. It was just enough to go for nickel beer night on a Thursday night. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. Yeah, n- nothing like drowning yourself in nickel beers after you've depleted all of your uh, of your plasma. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, it was uh,
0: college. Yeah, I, uh, I've never done that. I've given blood before, but I've never sold anything, and I certainly wouldn't do the sperm thing. As much as I feel for the people who can't have babies, I can't imagine my baby running around without me knowing it you know or not unless Mm -hmm. last year oh yeah a 23 in me to show up
1: Mm oh my god dude
3: uh so we know that the uh ex uh police officer Derek chauvin the one who kneeled on george floyd's neck is in prison but what do you think the other three are doing right now
0: uh i don't know i would imagine they're home on house arrest well,
3: one of them, one of the four ex-cops charged with killing of uh, George Floyd, was confronted by an angry shopper. J. Alexander Coon was shopping at Cub Foods in Plymouth, Minnesota, Saturday when a woman spotted him and went up to him. We actually have some of the video I believe Joe has there. Here is the audio. Take a listen to this. What's your name? Oh, yeah,
4: that's me.
6: It is you. Mm-hmm. So you're out of prison yes. and you're comfortably shopping in Cub Foods. As if you didn't do anything.
4: I'm not, well, I wouldn't call it comfortably. I would just say
6: getting necessities or helping. Do you, I don't think you should have that right. I don't even think you should be out on bail. I can understand I mean, that. how does it feel? I'm sorry you feel that way. No, you're not sorry. Like, you're literally outside here comfortably as if you didn't kill that man. Did you think that people weren't going to recognize you? Honestly, did you? You don't have the right to be here. Okay. You, you you killed somebody in cold blood, you do not have the right to be here. I
4: understand, I'll get my stuff paid.
6: No, we don't want you to get your stuff. We want you to be locked up. Oh My God. You're honestly in foods comfortably shopping, out of prison. Like, do, do you feel any remorse for what you did? Do you? Well, I'm just gonna grab my stuff. My this bed. is the officer who was let out of jail today for shooting George Floyd. Or, I'm sorry, suffocating him. You're not going to be able to comfortably go around Minnesota like this. I pulled up the picture. I knew it was you.
3: By the way, he said he was getting necessities. He's holding Oreos. <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily
1: necessities. <laughs>
3: he's, trying to get, he's trying to get it all in before he goes. Did he have that beard before? It's much more pronounced now. I think he had like a 5 o'clock shadow. It looks like he grew the beard to try and maybe so he's not recognizable and stuff. And I believe the guy that was in front of him is with him, yeah. which is a weird situation because what do you do if you're friends with a yeah. guy and then this happens? Are you like, hey, Gary, we can't hang out anymore. I you certainly know. don't want to go <laughs> shopping
0: with you. So, so all right, l- let me tell you what you do. First of all, I, Galvin. If this was the case, it was you and I, okay? And you were right. you were this guy. You were the the officer. It, it, in my eyes, this guy was wrong, but he's not going to jail. Uh, he may he should not be able to be a cop again, but he's not going to jail. He didn't do anything. He was he was, you know, the other guy was the senior officer. He was following protocol, and he has to live with it now for the rest of his life. That because of him, he not because of him, but he could have stopped the murder, and he didn't. But, I look, that's, to me, he should not be able to be a cop, but that, that doesn't make him a criminal. I don't, not necessarily. But if,
3: well, but in the eyes of the law, and I, I don't know this to be a fact, whatever, if you could have stopped
0: that murder... And yeah, you but didn't, it, it, in his eyes, it was not a murder. This is watching a senior officer do something, and then, you know, how many, how many uh, uh, criminals do you have that say, oh, I can't breathe just so they can get a chance to run, or they just want to get up? Now, look, there's no... Arguing that the guy who, who had his knee on his neck murdered that guy, and that guy should go to jail forever. But as far as the other cops, it's jury's still out on whether or not they're guilty of anything. And you can you can feel like they are, but but uh, the truth is, it's the other guy that killed him, and what his responsibility is will be will be found out at a certain point when he'll be held accountable for it. But right now, that woman that woman has every right to. Uh, say that she doesn't like him and to go up and tell him she doesn't like him, but then she's harassing him. And if I was your friend, I would have been like, all right, lady, you said your piece, hit the road. And then at some point I probably would have slapped the phone out of her hand, like I do to Joe when he tries to videotape me after (laughs) Sporkle. Because the guy was being more than polite with her, and he could have said, I didn't do it, or I I don't feel that way, but he just said, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, I'm getting my stuff and I'm going. And I would have told her to get the hell out of my face, but he can't. He's got to keep his mouth shut now, and he's got to walk on eggshells because anything that he does, they're going to use against him.
5: But he's also out on bail. That's the thing. Like, if he never got arrested and stuff like that, then yes, I can understand why people would still be very mad. He went to jail. He's going through the legal system in the proper channels in the proper way. He's allowed out. Right. So. So you who? Can't.
0: But and yeah. she's allowed to, uh, you know, express her displeasure with that. But not by harassing that guy. Yeah. And, and you know, that was... I understand that she's mad, and she wanted to tell him that she was mad, but she got her point across. Now it's time to leave him alone and let him buy his Oreos. And don't forget the whipped cream that he also had. I don't know what kind of party they were having at that house, but uh. they were ready to go. I don't know. He uh.
3: He's been charged with uh, betting, aiding and abetting second-degree murder and aiding and abetting second-degree manslaughter for the role that he helped in there, whatever. Uh, I think that all four of them are going to jail. I think that they can't not sentence them to jail without having the world burned down. Uh, it, whether well, you that's, know, whether the, that's uh, right or wrong, that's wrong, whether that's right or wrong, I think that's the situation that we're in, and that's what they're going to yeah. do.
0: It's it's wrong, and we can use that experience to learn from it. And you can give the other cops who are, you know, uh, there's the alpha male in every pack, and that cop that killed that guy is the alpha male, and the other guys are are guys who are just like, I don't know, he's the guy that we have to listen to, and he's the, we don't want. to try to tell him one time not to do something, and he yelled at us, and we got in trouble. And now this is going to empower more. Uh, cops to go ahead and speak up when they see the wrong thing happening, and this could be a huge learning experience for everybody. But uh, at at this time, it's just like Carmen said: the guy is doing; he's going through the legal process. He was arrested; he's out on bail, and you know he's he should be as an American allowed to live his life until until he goes to court. Yeah, I don't know.
3: I I I agree. But I have a feeling, and you know, like you, you she's allowed to voice her opinion. But man, with that's so how bad, how what kind of warm, bubbling feeling did he have when she recognized him? Oh. And then she starts yelling, Hey, this is one of the cops that murdered George Floyd. He was like, Oh, I got to get my Oreos and get out of here.
0: Uh-huh. That's the other thing you start looking at what you're buying, and you're like, oh, This is really worth it. Oreos. <laughs> Uh, this is a
3: weird story. A former Florida nanny was hit with human trafficking charges after she recorded herself performing sex acts in front of young kids. Oh, Nicole Lynn Walter, who is 27 years old, of Pensacola, allegedly filmed at least three X-rated videos of herself with two children present. Walter charged a different rate for the videos, which were filmed between 2017 and 2018, when the kids were featured in them. The children, who were three years old and 15 months old at the time, could be heard playing or crying in the background. And then she would sell the videos because it had kids in there, too. See, now that's awful. I mean, it's so but awful
0: at the same time.
3: Uh, Joe, I don't know if you can find it. It's Nicole Lynn Walter is her name. She lo- she's 27 years old. She looks like the most normal, just weird, you know, normal lady. It just it's, it's so weird. That's such a weird thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, is it because the kids or because she did something where that was wrong? You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, are they? Is it hot because they were? little kids there are you saying or is it hot just because oh it's a babysitter and she's doing she's doing stuff she shouldn't be doing you know what i mean like the kids aren't watching no i right? think
3: i think people are paying to have the kids in the background oh, like awesome. y- yeah uh, i mean i don't know it's gross. Uh, this is a uh interesting story the city of columbus ohio has already vowed to bring down its statue of christopher columbus but thousands are hoping to erase the city's connection to Columbus legacy even further by renaming Columbus to Flavortown in honor of Columbus native <laughs> Guy Fieri. So they want to change it to be uh, Flavortown,
0: Ohio. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah? that. Yeah? Yeah, until, until uh, 100 years from now and somebody looks at the statue of a guy with spiky hair and glasses on the back of his head and then they knock that down and throw it in the river. Like bring Columbus mm-hmm. back. Uh
3: the owner of Eskimo Pie is changing its name and marketing of the nearly century old chocolate covered ice cream bar. It's the latest brand to reckon with racially charged logos and marketing. Eskimo Pie joins a growing list of brands that are rethinking their marketing in the wake of the Black Lives Matter protest in recent weeks. Now, now I'm, why is that?
0: Yeah, I'm unfamiliar with uh the negative that goes with Eskimo. I just don't know. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. You don't meet a lot of Eskimos.
3: Yeah, I don't know if Eskimo is the proper term, whether it's Inuit. I don't know if that's a derogatory term or whether the packaging, like the uh, picture on there, is the problem or exactly
0: what it is. So the Eskimo pie looks like maybe Native American, Asian, descent the uh the it, it's a person that has maybe a little bit of slanted eyes and a little fat face with a little a little snow jacket on
3: okay yeah so this is what it says the name eskimo is commonly used in alaska to refer to inuit uh people uh this name is considered derogatory in many places because it was given by non-inuit people and was said to uh, mean mean eater of raw meat
0: Oh, I'm an oh, I don't eat raw meat. Oh, I'm an Eskimo. That doesn't need yeah. that's not insulting, is it? Apparently, eater of raw meat. Yeah. What if you eat raw meat? Yeah. I'm not making the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, I'm going to stick with Eskimo on this one.
3: Well, they're going I, away, so you're Well, not gonna I'm just to...
0: saying, it's just the same thing with midget. I'm going to stick with Eskimo, <clears throat> like I'm going to stick with midget. All right. You're He's not going to get me to change my mind on this because there's not enough of them to to be angry about it.
5: Well, but that's the, I mean, that, isn't that kind of part of the problem? Just because there's not enough for them to stick up for themselves doesn't mean that. The
0: first time I meet Eskimo and it says, I really prefer you didn't call me an Eskimo, I'd say, okay, I'm sorry. But until then, Eskimo <laughs> it is, eater, okay. of, eater of raw meat and also midgets for life. I'm not changing that. Because even if they were all here, I still feel strong. And uh, Inuit pies will never fly.
3: I'm sure they'll come up with a different name than that. Okay, penguin
5: pies.
0: That's ooh.
5: Right?
3: Penguin That's pies sound like
0: poop. Then yeah, and then also people who are vegetarian. I think there's real penguin in there.
5: Oh my god!
0: You gotta be careful in everything, Carmen. You gotta you gotta look out for it all.
5: I'm not owning a business, so I'm, mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about these problems. Penguin pie. Uh,
3: so this is funny because Mike, you said earlier that you're not wearing deodorant. Carmen said that she squeezes lemons in there. Maybe you guys can try this. Someone is making a Grateful Dead deodorant line, which is vegan, enmi- environmentally conscious, and ex- uh, expensive. It's 19.99 per stick. Uh, there are five different scents, including unscented. Because when you think of deodorants,
0: you think of Grateful Dead, right? Yeah, well, that's what it is. It's all the deodorant they didn't use. That they're, yeah. uh, it's patchouli and and hemp, and they're on. There. I wouldn't buy that. It's garbage. But you know what? That's what it is. It's all those holistic places that makes it. What's one what of those companies that make the you know the ones with no aluminum and all that? Uh, Tom's native. And all that. Well, with all those yeah. all those places, they uh, yeah. you know they're all Grateful Dead fans. They're all dirty hippies anyway. So, mm. but I mean, no, look, cause some of the products are good. I'm just saying, dirty hippies. It
3: smells like uh, bare feet in the parking lot.
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> that seems about right. Hey, Spanish. Yes. Is Mur on
1: the show today? Yes, Mur is. Uh, I got the confirmation email late last night.
0: Murr from impractical jokers is going to join us at nine o'clock today and i must say uh i have seen so many impractical jokers that i have to stop watching them now because i've seen them too many times so this is a perfect time to have him on what are they what are they promoting
1: uh he is promoting he's got a new book out um or actually i apologize he is promoting the release of his new thriller obliteration.
0: You are failing as an executive producer.
1: It's a, uh, thr- it's a it is a book it's a horror novel. So now uh, you change your mind literary. again. Nope nope I said from the beginning I said it was a uh, audio visual uh, audio visual book and, uh, and no, you've never crazy. said that you just said that now for the first time. A thrilling horror novel coming to you later this month. It looks like it's going to be fantastic.
0: I'm confused. Murr from This is Murr from the Impractical Jokers. He now has a, he wrote a, a, a book that you call a thrilling novel. That's a visual novel?
1: horror novel. It's a thrilling horror novel called Obliteration. Well, you know, I think it's going to be one of those. It's an audio, audio book and a regular book.
0: But you said it was a visual thing.
1: Yeah, you made me nervous, so I minced my words because you made me nervous when you started yelling, but uh, it's uh, just a normal book.
0: All right, and now are we going to be able to Zoom him?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just going to be a phone call.
0: All right, we'll see how that works out. Sorry, Galvin. back to news.
3: Uh, today is National What Day. What is today? National, it's not a food, I can tell you that. It's National Something Day.
5: Ooh, take a nap.
0: No. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's Workout. not a food, you say. Father's Day was yesterday. <sighs> Father-in-law's day. No. Today is National Kissing Day. Ooh.
3: Ooh. But due to COVID-19, probably not going to be making out with anyone. So
0: good luck Hello. with
5: that.
0: Yeah. National <laughs> Kissing Day. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, hey, Galvin, I got an email from a lady named Liz. who said, I worked in Alaska, and they prefer to be called Eskimos. I actually asked one of my coworkers, and they said they prefer the term Eskimo. I'm going with Liz.
3: Okay. You can blame her whenever you get stabbed to death by a
0: raw raw meat eater. Mm -hmm.
5: Because what did you say it was? What else was it? An Inuit? Yeah. I feel like that sounds way more, like, racially... Insensitive than Eskimo.
0: It just doesn't sound like a doesn't sound like a noun. I uh, I
3: don't okay. know. All over the internet, it says that that is a derogatory term. Don't say so it. I don't know. Carmen. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I believe I believe <laughs> that lady, but maybe she just talked to one lady who is like, "Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. Call me yeah. whatever you want." Uh. <laughs> Uh, this is pretty amazing. Oh, you hear that? Little Nirvana.
0: you speaking to the me acoustic music?
3: guitar that Kurt Cobain played in Nirvana's MTV Unplugged special. Garnered much more than anticipated to auction over the weekend. Did you see how much it went for?
0: No, I would pay. I would assume that's going to go for hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm going to say two hundred fifty thousand dollars.
3: $250,000. That is yes. a lot of money for a guitar. Any other guesses or do you people know?
5: I don't know. 500,000?
3: 500,000? Spanish?
1: Uh, I'll go 7 uh, 750,000. Gio, do you know?
4: Yeah, I know the answer. Which is crazy. More than 6 million dollars. Oh <laughs> man. Wow. It is now the highest
3: selling guitar ever. Kurt used it on all 14 songs in their set. Uh, the guitar is a 1959 Martin D-18E that had uh, customi- had been customized for a left-handed player. No word on the buyer. The guitar was uh, Kurt's daughter, Frances Bean. She gave it to her husband. He claims it was a gift and wouldn't return it during their divorce.
0: Oh, so he sold it out from underneath her? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that's scummy.
3: I know, right? And you got $6 million for it. But she gave it to him. If she gave it to him, you know, what is the deal there?
0: Yeah, part of me would want to keep that, but the other part really likes $6 million, too. Oh, I would definitely take $6 million over
3: that stupid guitar. Who cares? Uh,
0: Well, I don't know if that kid has any other money. I don't know if he got anything out of the divorce or what the deal is. Yeah. but old Francis Bean's got to have some cash, right? I would imagine, yeah. So, um wow. Well, that's uh that's a pretty that's a pretty crappy move.
3: Yeah, but if if she gave it to him,
0: it's I yeah, you know, but, I, I but know, it,
5: it Father. Yeah. It was like they they were together when she gave it to him, so it was probably like a sentimental value that she thought would would like stay in the family.
3: Here's you know. the interesting thing, though. When you get divorced, it's usually because you don't like the other person. So, guess what I'm doing? Selling your dad's guitar for six oh, million dollars six to make you even dollars. more mad. Uh, it you says that Francis Bean is uh, worth two hundred million dollars. Oh,
0: are you serious? Yeah. How? I hope she. Is. I hope Courtney Love doesn't have any of that money.
3: How? Because she's Kurt Cobain's daughter.
5: Okay, but, I mean, so what? Is she getting, like, his royalty checks, or how is she making money? Okay, that's what I was wondering.
0: She gets everything.
5: But, I mean, they haven't toured. It's not like...
3: Nirvana's making plenty of money off residuals, trust me. All their publishing and everything, yeah, yeah. a ton of money off of that. Plus, she, I'm sure, got his money whenever he died, whatever he had, you know, and whatever houses and, you know, whatever he owned. She gets all that as well, so yeah <clears throat> uh the tampa bay lightning have temporarily closed their training facilities after several players tested positive for coronavirus first reported by espn before it was later confirmed by the bolts several players as well as staffers had test tested uh, positive
0: i i think that was the final now i mean the nhl season's over now they were experimenting it went wrong you know, and they were like, hey, only a certain amount of players at the time. Only a certain amount could be there. And then they start p- testing positive. I hope they figure this out before football season. I really do. It's the only, it's the only thing we have a chance at saving because it hasn't started yet.
3: Well, that moves me on to this story. Uh, five Philadelphia Phillies players, which is uh, baseball, and three employees have tested positive for COVID-19, as well as two players on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I had known, I had heard that Vita Vea had it a while ago, but he knew and was treating it, so he wasn't there, uh, as far as I know, around the other players. But Then we had a coach show up, and the coach tested positive, so we don't know if the coach infected other people or if it's just separate cases, but I don't know who the other players are. It, do anybody hear anything about any other players? I know, no. I know uh, Vita Veya tested positive for sure, and I didn't talk about it last week when i found out because it's it's his business but it's everywhere now you know what i mean everybody's talking about players having it and stuff uh Mm -hmm. i'm i'm wondering who if there's any rumor or any question as to who the other player is
3: uh and then it looks like uh safety jamal adams has requested a trade from the new york giants and he says that the tampa bay buccaneers are on his wish list after signing Tom Brady earlier this year, the Bucks would become an instant Super Bowl contender if they can complete that trade.
0: I like to point out the Bucks are already a Super Bowl contender instantly the minute they signed the greatest quarterback of all time and his little dumb friend to be on the team as well. <laughs> and uh, and I mean that with the with the from my heart Gronk. Uh and not to mention the fact that we already had the best receiving core in the NFL. Now if we got ourselves a running back like that, that would be unbelievable, but I can't I don't know I don't know, salary-wise, and I don't know all that other stuff, and if with that even be possible. But everybody's dream team is to come here now. Everybody wants an opportunity to play with Brady before they uh, leave the NFL, and they know that the, the Bucs are in a prime spot to go, at least to the playoffs, if not the Super Bowl. So, yeah, good luck. The rumor, uh, by the way, rumor, Jamal is a safety. Oh, he's a safety? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I thought he was a running back. Oh, no, so I don't know anything. He's probably <laughs> one of
4: the best safeties in the league. He was like the number six pick, I think, two years ago. Yeah. And the rumor was that the Bucks would have to give up their first-round pick next year and like probably their second-round pick the following year. So it would take a lot to get him here, but, I mean, he's a complete, total shutdown corner that would just definitely change the defense instantly.
0: Yeah, I thought he was a running back, so I can't even weigh in on this conversation anymore. I shouldn't even yeah, be on to football really games. Good. He's
4: one of the best. Uh, all right.
0: Well, look, we'll see where that we'll see where that lands. Anything that's going to be football defense will will help us out. So now I'm all for it.
3: <laughs> uh, the NFL isn't backing down from its hopes of a season in 2020 amid COVID-19 pandemic, despite facing a new set of problems and dwindling time to get everything figured out. Things appeared to be swiftly getting back on track in time to end the virtual offseason on June 26 and potentially aim at opening training camps in mid to late July if not sooner but uh things are taking a dark turn as of late groups of players from several teams tested positive for coronavirus in june leading to the nfl pa asking players to halt all private workouts with teammates from here on out
0: do you think they should do like a little uh like a little party where they get all the guys with the corona to give it to each other and just and get, get it out of the way i don't know
3: I mean, I don't know what they're going to be able to do because people are going to keep catching it. You know, it's going to go where they're like, "All right, I think we got it under control," and then you know, more people are going to get
4: it, and then I—I I don't know. I don't know whether they're going to be able to have a season or not. Did you guys hear about uh, Clemson? Their football team—they had like 20 guys that tested positive just because they opened up the locker room for like a week. Really? Oh there was like man! 20, 20 players total that tested positive with just like two or three workouts.
0: Oh, that is, I got to tell you, that, this, I, we will be, I mean, we've said it a million times, but nothing will be more Tampa as if we come out with Brady and do not have a season. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> hey, did you, and you may have this coming up, Galvin, do you see D.L. Hughley? Yeah, I do have that coming up. All right, all right, yeah. I uh, Get ready for uh,
3: President Trump to boycott the NFL. President Trump says he will boycott the NFL if players kneel for the national anthem. Well, Uh-oh. 100% is going to happen.
0: Yeah. Oh, and and what? Oh, since when do they care if he's going to games or not or watching games?
3: Yeah, but you know he'll be on Twitter, bad mouthing and stuff. And you know that there will be people who have said, "My president's not watching it. I'm not watching it." You know.
0: Yep keep uh, keep perpetuating the problem. Yeah. So you say uh, Jamal th- Adams is a safety? Yeah. Okay, brain that down. Got it.
3: I mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, over to uh, let's see. Where is? Uh, I thought I had. Uh, I have some audio that goes along with this. Hang on, let me find this real quick. Um, NASCAR has confirmed that a noose was found hanging in Bubba Wallace's garage at Talladega Speedway in Alabama. Uh, Marty Smith is uh, talking about how they're dealing with this. Uh, hang on, I'm sorry, I lost the audio. audio. I thought I had to download it downloaded, but let me find it real quick here.
0: That's in, that's uh, insane that, they, uh, that Bubba Wallace, the only black driver in NASCAR, and they hung a noose. And I would imagine if uh, it was in his garage, it had to be somebody that got close enough to have access to the garage. Like, it's got to be an inside thing.
3: Yeah, here is uh, ESPN NASCAR reporter Marty Smith on how it's being dealt with. NASCAR senior official told me they're going to do whatever it
4: takes to make sure that whomever this is that did this is figured out. They're going to look at video. And they made the decision immediately that they're going to investigate this to
3: the fullest extent. Uh, This comes less than two weeks after Wallace, NASCAR's only black driver, successfully pushed for the removal of the uh, Confederate
0: flags at the event. Yeah, I wonder uh, if they like what if they find out it's somebody that's popular that did it.
3: Like one of the other drivers, a white driver.
0: One of the drivers, one of the other crew chief guys. One of the, you know. Then how quick is NASCAR going to be? You know, so quick to tell everybody who did it by watching the cameras and all that stuff.
3: Oh, you got to because that's gonna that's gonna come out for sure. But think about that. You have to know that if you go and do that, you're on video somehow. You know what I mean? There's no way that that's somebody's going to be able to go and do that without being on video.
0: Yeah, because it was in the it was in the garage. I mean, but they do have they have really weird fan access in in NASCAR. I mean, they literally let the fans not all of them, but if you have a certain level pass, you can go in the garage while they're working on the cars. It's the most invasive thing I've ever seen. Like you know that they're like, please don't be here. I remember we went in one time. I went with uh, with former Oldsmar Mayor Doug Beavis, and I didn't know anything about NASCAR and. There's a guy, and he's got a thing in the tire, he got a metal thing in the tire, and Beavis walks up to him and goes, you testing the temperature of that? And he's like, yeah. And I think that's the last thing he wants to do is talk to Beavis while he's trying to get a car ready for a race. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but,
3: so, well, but the mere fact that they have that kind of access and stuff would make me think even more that they would have video surveillance in case anything happens.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That's I hope that they're able to out who did that, and I hope they let uh, Bubba Wallace take care of it. Yeah, that would
3: be great. So this is uh, Confederate flags were displayed outside Talladega Motor Speedway on Sunday after they banned them before the Geico 500 NASCAR race was uh, postponed due to rain. Cars and pickup trucks drove along nearby roads flying the Confederate flag and uh, paraded past the entrance in Lincoln, Alabama. Uh, A small plane flew overhead, was captured carrying a banner with the flag and the words, defund nascar
0: (laughs) oh you idiots
3: that's unbelievable yeah
0: the money that it costs to pitch in their their change and get this plane to fly that flag over there oh you idiots
3: uh this is a little bit different racing you know the cannonball run that they do i do the cannonball run record may have been broken again a guy in a rented Mustang replaced the back seats with fuel tanks, so he only had to get gas once. He says he did the cross-country drive in just under 26 hours, averaging 108 miles per hour.
0: That's got to be so boring. That's got to be I, so boring just flying down a highway with no stopping. How do you pee? Uh, probably wears a diaper yeah i mean that i mean yeah. <laughs> is there a, is there a big uh prize for this i don't know to be honest with you. yeah i mean if that would be the only way it's worth it is if there's a couple million dollars mm-hmm. on the line and you drive across the country in your wet pants also you got to keep in mind you're driving uh with a back seat filled with gasoline so the minute you just get a fender bender or hit a pothole really hard or something the whole car just explodes i mean it, what's worth it oh
4: Says the winner gets one hundred fifty-eight grand. How much? <laughs> yeah, one hundred and fifty-eight grand is the total purse if you yeah. win.
0: That's uh, not even enough to put your back seat back in.
3: <laughs> right, and you're driving on regular roads. It's not like that's closed off and you can be safe and stuff. You're driving with regular traffic and whipping past people at one hundred eight miles per hour with a uh, uh, back seat filled with gas.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I and and do they? The, you have to avoid the cops too, right? Yes. So that's one thing, if he managed to go 100-something and something miles an hour average without getting pulled over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, here's your 58 grand. Enjoy it.
3: Uh, actor and comedian D.L. Hughley passed out on stage during a show at Zaney's in Nashville on Friday night. At first, they treated him for exhaustion and dehydration, but a, after a battery of tests were done, they found out that he actually had COVID-19. Uh, He is now on a 14-day quarantine.
0: No symptoms. He had no symptoms, and it wasn't until after he passed out that they they found out that he had it. And he was sitting on – have you seen the video, Galvin? I did, yeah. He he was sitting on a stool doing comedy, and at one point the comedy club owner or security guy rushes the stage and kind of catches him right before he falls – Takes him to the ground and then they, they got him out of there, but that's pretty scary. I would have just assumed he was on drugs because the way he just faded out. He was just sitting on the stool and he just fades out all of a sudden. But I don't know, I don't know anything about Dale Hughley or if he drugs does drugs or not, but uh, yeah, that's for those people who think you're feeling great, that doesn't mean you don't have it. It's, yeah. yeah, he said he was very
3: surprised that he had it because like you said, he wasn't feeling any symptoms at all, so
0: yep.
3: uh Carmen, I don't know if you heard about this, your boy Justin Bieber. Was accused of sexually assaulting a woman in 2014. Lies. You say, yeah, you say no? Well, Justin says no as well because on Saturday night, a woman named Danielle said from an anonymous Twitter account that Justin raped her at a hotel in Austin, Texas. This allegedly happened while he was in town for South by Southwest Festival. Justin denied the whole thing yesterday, uh, after which the account was taken off Twitter. Justin was at South by Southwest that year, but he was uh, there with his then-girlfriend, Selena Gomez. He also offered evidence uh, that uh, he didn't stay at the hotel where the assault allegedly took place. He added, quote, every claim of sexual abuse should be taken very seriously, and this is why my... My response was needed. However the story is factually impossible and that is why I will be working with Twitter and the authorities to take legal action. He actually had receipts and social media posts and all this stuff showing that he was at a different place. He was like at an Airbnb with Selena and her friends and stuff and he wasn't even at that hotel and he has like timestamp stuff, so he's pretty pretty confident that he's gonna be able to beat this case.
0: Yeah, I I, I didn't sound it didn't sound like he was uh, lying. I mean, he seems to have his ass really covered really well, and he said he's going to cooperate with the police and all that. So I don't think that's I don't think there's anything there to, to that. But there was somebody Did else I read see- over the weekend. Get yeah, what's that?
1: Did you guys see what uh, Godfrey posted over the weekend about yes. Justin Bieber? You remember that video? Oh my God! I totally forgot about that. But he reposted what? that video of Justin Bieber. Justin using Bieber a whole bunch
3: using the n-word and making jokes that have the n-word in it and
5: oh, saying yeah. the I only I think not remember that. He yeah. was like 14 or like 13 like he was really young when that video was taken.
3: I don't remember this. Yeah, I mean he's joking oh, and yeah. saying uh the only good is a dead one and yep. this uh it's it's pretty rough. But yeah, I mean he is a kid, but is that is that a valid excuse that he was a kid? You know, I don't
0: know. What? So, what is the? Uh, so, he, what was? In what context was he saying this stuff?
5: So it was a joke. He's like 13 or 14 years old, and it's almost like a knock knock joke where he's, you know, but it's very
1: racist and, it, it, yeah.
0: Wow. Well,
5: yeah, that...
1: the chainsaw joke. If you guys aren't familiar with the chainsaw joke that he said, why you, why you don't? Uh, oh yeah. Black people are. Why aren't they comfortable with chainsaws? That says "run," and then the n-word. And then he keeps he goes on to say, you know, one less lonely n-word. And if I kill you, I'll be part of the KKK. It's it's. Uh, it's wow. Well, uh, the
3: look, other one, Mike, that you may be thinking about is uh Ansel Elgort.
0: Yeah, been for the West Story assault. kid. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah, so West he's theory.
3: been accused of sexual assault. A woman identified only as Gabby says that he raped her in 2014 when he was 20 and she was only 17. She claims she reached out to him because she was a fan and they got together. Uh, she says it was her first time and she was sobbing in pain and didn't want to do it, but he told her, quote, we need to break you in. Al Gore posted a response saying he and Gabby had, quote, a brief, legal, and entirely consensual relationship. But he added that he didn't handle the breakup well and basically ghosted her, which he admitted was, quote, immature and cruel. He added, quote, I am disgusted and deeply ashamed of the way I acted. I am truly st- sorry. I know I must continue to reflect, learn, and work to grow in empathy.
0: He seems like... uh have you seen him, this kid? Yeah, I know who he is. He seems like the kind of guy, like, uh, what was that other actor? Renfro, Brad Renfro, remember him? Oh, you know, yeah. Devo, like, he seems like one of those kids that's got, like, just a dark. I'm not saying it has anything to do with sexual assault, but, like, he's just a real dark character, and that mm-hmm. will probably have a young, tragic end to his life. I'm not yeah. wishing that on him. I'm just saying that he just, he should No, I those can signs. see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's weird. Um,
3: You know, speaking of uh, sexual assault and rape and that stuff, so Chris D'Elia, we know about that situation where he allegedly was grooming girls and asking for photos of underage girls. Can I just jump in real
0: quick? Yeah. I must have repeated it a hundred times over the weekend, the greatest line ever, you can't have pedophilia without D'Elia. Oh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's a great line. (laughs) That's great. Uh, So...
3: Whitney, who is friends with Cristalia, who put Cristalia on her show, and that was Whitney like Cummings. the first big show. Yeah, Whitney Cummings. Uh, she came out and just blasted him. Like, I, you oh. know, do you wait? Do you wait to see whether this is true? Like, or unless she knows something, maybe she does because she basically blasted him. But then, have you seen the other person now that has been accused of having sex with like a sixteen-year-old when he was? Yes, but wait, wait,
0: back it up for a second. What did Whitney Cummings say? Do you know?
3: Yeah, she... uh, Well, I can find what her statement was. But she basically just said, I can't believe this. Well, not that I can't believe this, uh, but the stuff that she learned and, uh, you know, that that's grooming and blah, blah, blah. And hang on, let me see if I can find it. she to. She
0: she has to go ahead and slam him. She has to to save herself. That's why... Because they're going to say she was close to him and she should have known, blah blah blah. So she has to. I'm not saying that's right, but I'm just saying that's why she's doing it. But I haven't, I haven't seen her statement. But that is pretty crappy if you, if you don't even give the guy due process and find out what the case is. You know, she
3: said on social media that she is devastated and enraged by what I've learned. This is a pattern of predatory behavior. This is this uh, abuse of power is enabled by silence. Now that I am aware, I won't be silent. Uh, girls should be able to be a fan of a comedian they admire without becoming a sexual target. It's the adult's responsibility to be an adult.
0: Yeah. And I agree with that, but I, and you don't, I mean, I don't know Chris Lee and I told you I didn't really I like him. You know what I mean? But I don't think he's that funny, but, uh, uh, you know, I'm certainly believe that he and others should have the ability to at least, you know, get their day before you go ahead and start condemning the guy publicly. Yeah. Especially if he's your friend. Right. You know, if I've had a friend yeah, who... Yeah, that's weird. If I had a... If, if, let's just say Spanish. If I had a Spanish who was guilty of doing something and they came to me and they said, what do you think? I'd say, he's my friend. I'd have, I never saw any side of this and I'm going to uh, stick with him and let him have his day in court. And then after that, I'll have to make a decision on what kind of relationship I have with him because what he did was wrong if he did do it, but right now you got to assume the guy's innocent, man. We're forgetting about that too quick in this country.
5: But like you said, what if she knows something? What if she was, you know, But she's claiming she, she didn't,
0: she... she's claiming that she was surprised and, and enraged by the whole thing. So that's, that's her saying, I didn't know anything. Cause if she, God forbid she did know something, she's just as guilty. You know, all those people who crapped on Louie and all these people who knew about it, she's going to be one of those people. Yeah. Uh, So
3: you know about the other person then, the other comedian?
0: I do. I do know about this.
3: Jeffrey Ross. Yeah. There is a a girl who says she had sex with Ross when she was 15 and he was three at the time. Uh, She went through a bunch of different stuff on video saying that uh, she claims that he raped her while she slept and uh, has uh, multiple photos and tickets to various comedy events as proof. Uh, She detailed it all in a Facebook post as well. Uh, I don't know, uh, you know, what exactly so he how is. How old was he? She, he was,
5: 30
0: he was 33. 33. She was 15. Oh. Now, this story breaks on Friday, and I was on uh, the podcast with Bobby Kelly, and Bobby is like, yeah, I know that girl. I know her from being with Jeff Ross, and I know her because her father used to take her to all the comedy shows. And that uh, she has, what she has, the receipts from them going to, uh comedy central roasts and things along those lines uh th- so i think we're going to find out that this is absolutely true i don't th- i don't know that he i don't know i'm not saying i don't know that he physically raped her but i believe that he had a relationship with her and they showed a picture of the two of them together have you seen the picture yeah it's a it's a younger looking her and bobby i mean and uh, um jeff ross when he had the long curly hair and jeff ross is an ugly person Okay, he'll tell you that. And I talked about this the other day. This is the, this is the problem that I think some celebrities have who when they find that they've become so popular is that they were nerds. Jeff Ross is an ugly nerd. And he never got laid in high school, he never got laid in his 20s, and all of a sudden in his early 30s, he pops and becomes pretty huge, and all of a sudden all these young girls that he never got to hook up with are attracted to him, and because he never got it when he was in high school he never got it when he was younger, he's still attracted to those younger type girls, and, he, and they say that the father knew that they had a relationship, that her that father right. knew. No, 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 no! It doesn't make none of it makes it right, Carmen. I'm just trying to explain it. But they say that her father would bring her around because he was such a fan of comedy and 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 they enjoyed comedy together, and that he introduced her and then was okay with the relationship. She should be just as mad at her father for for allowing that to happen. But I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the case is now because prove ten years ago that there was a sexual relationship. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I, unless there's <clears throat> video or pictures, you could say, no, I I knew her and she was a fan. But now, and I'm not saying it's not true. What I'm saying is she's going to have a hard time proving it.
3: Well, and that's the other thing. Listen, it may totally be true. And, uh, you know, we'll go through due process and we'll find out. What if she's just crazy? And she right. stalked him and would yeah. go to all these different shows and stuff and got pictures with him and then dreamed up this whole thing in her head and then says this and he's like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I knew her. We have had pictures together because she used to come to all the comedy things yeah. but never did anything, you know. Who knows? It's, and, and, it's a weird situation. And what, if,
0: what what if it did happen and what if this girl was totally into Jeff Ross and he totally liked her and they had a relationship? Why is she doing this now?
3: Yeah, I don't know. Like, Probably, your... <laughs> if, if that is the situation, though, maybe she's grown up a little bit and went, hold on a second, I was 15 and this guy was 33. That's rape. Yeah. Because, <sighs> yeah. well,
5: when... Because when you're that young, you're 15, he's a celebrity, you're, like, starstruck. You think, you're like, this is the coolest thing ever, not realizing what's actually happening to you. Right,
3: and when you grow up and get a little bit older, you look back on it and go, oh, that was wrong. Like, okay, that yeah. should not have happened. Yeah, and but on wait, top of it, you're, you're,
1: your own father is the one who's like, yeah, no, this is great. Go Grooming be with you.
0: Jeff if yeah. she's throwing herself at the guy... And the guy is dumb enough to to act on it. If the guy's weak and he's dumb enough to act on it, and he does it now, she she is getting what what she what she what that was her goal. She wanted to be close to him. She wanted to do it. Now all what, of a she's sudden 50? she's. Yeah, but she—if she's pursuing it, you know what I'm saying. She like
5: she's 15 years old. She doesn't have the maturity to understand that that is wrong. That that is inappropriate for a 33-year-old to be with a 15-year-old. She doesn't see it as being raped or being. She just sees here's a celebrity. Right. I she may attractive. just be I
3: acting. Want- she she may just be acting in the moment. You know, not thinking that. of the quant- consequences.
0: You know that come from that. Yeah, yeah. What if they fell in love, and uh, and he waited till she was eighteen and they got married?
3: That's the, a different story. That's legal.
0: Yeah, but I mean, no. I'm, I'm saying they were doing it, but they got married when she was eighteen. Oh well,
3: no. That's a, that's a illegal. <laughs> Once yes. you like, say that,
0: and I'm talking about I'm talking about that woman that was the teacher that was sleeping with the student when he was so young, and then they got married and had kids together and stuff, and are still together. No, no, they got divorced. The uh, um, kid that was Hawaiian or whatever? Vili Falau and uh, the teacher, yeah. Yeah, because I, I remember reading that they got divorced because I thought she went to jail, got out uh, like on house arrest or whatever, and then banged them and got pregnant again and went back to jail, and now she got divorced. She must be really pissed off. <laughs> uh, Mary Kay Letourneau. Yes, that was her name.
4: And they're... Jeff Ross is fifty-four now, so this is like over twenty years ago,
0: right? And and that's what I was saying. Even if Jeff Ross forcibly raped her, uh, where there, it's going to be hard to
5: prove it. Prove
0: anything now that it's that it's taken so long. Mm.
5: Uh,
3: yeah, they. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, Mary Kay Letourneau. They got divorced last year. You're right,
0: and surprisingly, now she's dating Jeff Ross.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, so there's a
0: lot of people getting canceled, man. There's
3: Who's next, Calvin?
0: Who's next? You got, you got Chris Aaliyah, you got Jeff Ross. Who's the next star in that genre that is going to, uh, like, I'm trying to think of who we know that, that has it coming. You know what I mean?
4: Mm-hmm. Well, did you guys see they were going after Joe Rogan over the weekend? And, uh, yeah, but, yeah.
0: because they were laughing at a story.
3: Yeah, yeah, they were going, they yeah, and also Joey Diaz, and everybody stood up for Joey Diaz. They're like, hey, he is a great stand-up guy, and he's, you know, never done anything bad, blah, blah, blah. And he's, you know, Joey Diaz is like, bring it on. Try yeah. and
0: take me down. <laughs> Joey Diaz wakes up every morning, and he tweets out to, uh, you know, the world can S your D. And, like, he Joey Diaz has nothing to lose. He doesn't, you can't cancel a guy who's got nothing to cancel. Right. Yeah, and, and good luck with the $100 million kid. You're not getting anything out of Rogan either. Um, I, and I love that the guys that we care about are so super married guys like Bobby and Bert or, you know what I mean? Like Bert is a guy who would, who would call his wife before he went into a strip club. Hmm. Hey, speaking of that, did you watch Smothered last night? No, I can't watch that show. Oh, I, it's starting oh to get God, weird. Oh my God, I love that show. It's starting to get weird, Galvin. It was good. It's starting
1: so, to get weird?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the mother, the mother daughter stuff is weird. But last night, okay. So I don't know anybody's names, but it's the one. It's the mother has all the plastic surgery. That's the mother of the girl that may have mental problems. The one that was married to the black guy, and she looks like a leather pouch now. Oh, I don't. I don't see that she was married to the black guy. I just didn't see that. The the one that takes a shower with the daughter. I don't know. I just. By the way, I just started the- scratching my sack here, and I realized we're on the camera. If you guys could see anything, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Um, Are
1: they the fat ones? Is no,
0: that, uh, no. The one, the mother who's who. The mother is the one that's got the plastic surgery and the, the big lips and the blonde hair, and the daughter is the one that talks like this, and she's real quiet. What you talking?
1: Oh about? yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about.
0: Okay, so the mother has a a, a Guido uh, fiance named Frank, and he's you know your typical sixty something year old Guido with earrings, and he's got his. Uh, well Robert Graham shirt with the sleeve, the cuffs turned up of different colors, you know, and they go out to dinner and I guess Frank and the daughter don't get along. And the mother is like, I want you two to get along. I love him and I love you. And I want you so can't we talk it out? And do you know what the daughter was so mad at and the mother is so mad at that at his bachelor party, he went to a strip club and he got a lap dance and he touched the stripper during the lap dance. But that's not what she's so mad at. Is that he went home and pleasured himself to a porn afterwards, and she was she's mad because he got turned on by the girl. Oh god! Oh, dude! dude. And they're all and they're arguing this in front of the daughter. It's fantastic. He, she is probably in for
6: a
3: rude awakening.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, dude, I, Frank's, I wanted to be like, hey, i have news for you. Frank's doing it a lot more than you think. Uh, Smothered, is. it started off slow, but it's coming back around. It's a nice compliment to 90 Day Fiance, Galvin. You'd swing back over.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I can get into it. It's just right. too annoying for me. All right, that, probably, that could be oh, true. Galvin,
1: they are, they are annoying, but they're so fantastically weird and creepy with each other. It's so good.
0: And this is coming from um, a guy who force snuggles his own kids. Yeah. British actor
3: Ian Holm died on Friday of complications from Parkinson's disease. He was 88 years old. Ian played uh, Bilbo Baggins in two of the Lord of the Rings movies. Sorry, Spanish. Uh, And also two of the Hobbit films as well. He also played Android Ash in Alien back in 1979. Uh, Other films that he was in was Chariots of Fire, Time Bandits, The Fifth Element, Garden State, and Ratatouille, where he was the voice
0: of Chef Skinner. I love Ratatouille. I watched it the other night. It's one of my favorite kid movies. I think. Yeah. Um, I did not. I have never seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies.
3: Oh, you're. Missing I, out saw, I saw. I saw one that. of them, and it was very long and boring.
0: That that's what I think. I think that's your Star Wars. And when people used to say they've seen any Star Wars, like, oh, you're an idiot. But I have never seen any of the. Should I watch them? No.
1: No, I, I mean, think the I books. Suggest, yeah, they're good.
3: The books were really good. I enjoyed reading the books whenever I was a kid, but the movies, I don't know, I just—I didn't think they did a very good job with them. They were just too long and drawn out, and it was not great, in my opinion.
0: By the way, Gio just said no, and that was good enough for me.
3: (laughs) No. Uh, I have some new music for you guys. Well, I don't know if you guys but I
0: love new music.
3: This is a new song called With All Due Respect, where it... Roast the media. How do you like that? Oh, very timely. This is a singer who is a uh, founding member of a huge rock band. This is a solo song. Uh, I will play it for you, and uh, you can try and guess who it is. Maybe may be able to guess this one pretty easily. This is new music on the Mike Kelter Show. Here we right.
1: go. Should I ever be the one?
3: Dennis D. Young. That is Dennis D. Young is correct.
6: I'd say,
1: with all due respect, you are an... With all due respect, you make me sick. With all due respect, put up your pie. With all due respect, you don't deserve no damn respect.
3: Right, And uh, the video actually contains uh, celebrities on Zoom lip-syncing the chorus, uh, celebrities such as radio's John Debella and Scott, Scott Shannon. Scott Shannon is in there. Uh, these
0: guys are radio guys. That, uh, the minute they have an opportunity to try and be famous on something, they jump all over it. Right. Uh, look, De- Scott Shannon and Dennis Young have probably been friends forever, and he called them up and said, hey, you want to help me out with this? And he's like, all right. But
1: John yeah. DiBella,
0: that's hilarious. <laughs> uh,
3: with all due respect mm-hmm. uh and finally in news carmen tell me if this uh if you agree with this a new study found women find men less attractive if they're into cats
5: yeah cat right? guys are weird
3: isn't that a thing yeah researchers at colorado state university took photos of various men one by themselves and then one of them holding a cat Then over 700 women rated the photos, and when men were holding cats, they were seen as less masculine and less dateable. It applied to both short-term and long-term relationship potential, so they were less dateable across the board, and they were seen as more neurotic when holding a cat. Uh, There was uh, one key demographic that didn't care, though, women who described themselves as cat people. Uh, yeah. We're just as likely to say a guy was dateable, whether he was holding a cat or not, in other words it didn 't hurt their chances with women who love cats,
0: but it also didn 't help them so I remember when Her I the f- first time I got a cat, <laughs> I was dating a girl, and she was she was like oh you 're a cat guy, uh, yeah, yeah, hi guy. I mean the girls definitely get turned off by that. however, in spanish if you 're two guys with a cat, everybody just think you 're gay
1: yeah. Yeah, that's all very true. Yeah, that they think we're Joe and I are definitely gay. But also, if it's an older cat, I can see that. If it's everybody loves kittens, so I don't buy that. And it depends on how the dude is holding the cat. If the guy's holding the cat like uh, the evil guy from Inspector Gadget, yeah, creepy as all hell. <laughs> but if you just got a normal cat, you know, I don't understand.
0: Now, uh, time, Gadget. Uh, <laughs> I had a. Uh, <laughs> I had the same feeling that everybody loves kittens, and that's why when my wife wanted to get a dwarf cat, I was like, okay, we'll always have a kitten. That's fine with me. But instead, I just found out dwarf cats get fat, and now I just have a fat cat with short <laughs> legs. It's kind of like might, I'm the, the cat version of Buddy Hackett. So it's, not, it's definitely not the same.
1: Yeah, and your cat, I think, hates your whole family, I feel like.
0: Well, my cat is like, can't understand why nobody talked to it about getting a dog. <laughs> it's like why i 'm like i didn 't do it, so listen, you want to hear what the cat did the other day now keep, now remember my cat used to crap on my bed um it was, it was mad it used to and pee it in was, your
5: clothes right it,
0: it, well if you leave if yeah. you left if you left, like I would take my shorts off in the bathroom and leave them in the corner, and the cat would go in and pee on my shorts, and it would like target me out mostly, and also it was peeing on our shoes for a while, and that was when we first moved into this house, so we thought the cat was a little bit scared and and didn't know what was going on and they say that that's the way it was expressing itself so we changed a lot of things and the cat was good for a long time but now the cat hates the dog because the dog doesn't want to hurt it but it wants to be friends and the cat wants to have no nothing to do with the dog so it's a lot of this in my house a lot of (laughs) that's all you hear in my house you hear them running after each other and um the other day The cat box is in the laundry room, and we have a little cat door on the laundry room door, so it can go in there and make its little poopies. And uh, my wife went in there, and she was doing laundry, and she had the door open, and then something distracted her, and she had to leave the laundry room. And at the time that she left, the cat jumped in the dryer and peed on the clothes that were in the dryer. Oh. I told my wife, you should just shut the door and turn the dryer on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I mean, so the cat is doing head. that just to show that, that it's mad.
1: Yeah, because it remembers that you murdered it and it came back to life, yeah. and now it will hold that against you forever.
0: Spanish, I would think that you were crazy, other than the fact that I have never seen that cat act like a lunatic until it saw that medical truck come p- to pick it up to give it its shots. The minute it saw that truck, it went insane. <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude. They remember we have we give our our cat flea medication once a month, and it's the stuff that you put like on the back of her neck, and you right. got to let it sink in. She knows from the time that Joe and I go outside, she can just like tell in our demeanor that we're gonna yoke her up and put the stuff on her, and she will like she gets mad at us. She won't come near us. It's yeah. incredible.
0: Yeah, my my dog, which is a much smarter pet. Um, if whenever I see, whenever we leave the house, we put the dog back in its crate so it doesn't eat everything. And the minute my dog sees me put my flip-flops on, it goes far away from the crate and then just lays down in the middle of the floor. And I go, come on, come on, Mabel. And she just rolls over on her side so that you can't even like pull her. You have to drag her to the crate. Animals are smart, man. They're really smart. I
3: literally have to have a conversation with my dogs about whenever I go to walk the other dogs. They don't have homes like you guys. They're not as fortunate. I have to try and help. It's so funny, and then I come home and they smell me and they're
0: like, "Who was it? Who are the other dogs?" Hoppy, mm-hmm. how do you how do you think people react to you with your with your you being such a cat guy?
2: Um, I think people are just used to it. I think they're indifferent.
0: You think so? You don't think girls look at you, you big seven foot giant, and go? Oh, he's kidding. I mean, he's a cat guy. Mike.
2: Well, my one cat that died a year ago. She would come to everybody. She was the friendliest cat ever. And this other cat I have, whenever a girl comes over, she hides under the bed and it's not, and she's not even there. So, I think she knows that it's a girl coming over and she hates it. So,
3: no wow. jealous. So cat. does a girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. Uh. Cats, though, the problem with cats is that I think that cats, all cats are females. Oh, yes.
0: yeah, definitely. And, and French.
3: They act like it. So
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and French. If cats could talk, they'd be like, so <laughs> what are you doing today? <laughs> we be... <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: I talked to Hoppy for almost a half hour on Saturday. Can you believe that?
2: Oh, yeah, Migs and Why? Swig.
0: Why? I-, I called into the Migs and Swig show. And uh, we were talking about Hoppy's performance on this show, and I said he'd be good, and then we talked about him a little bit. I didn't really, I was talking to him, not so much having a conversation with him, if you know what I'm saying.
2: Have we ever Mm. talked, like, on the phone? I don't think so.
0: No, I'm not, but that's not on you, though, Hoppy. I'm just not much of a phone guy.
2: I think when I won Best Local Podcast, you called me from bed and you were laying next to Amanda and Amanda was like, Good job, Hoppy and then you said good job and we talked like a minute.
0: That, that's probably true. I was very proud of you.
2: That's when I was with that one girl, what's her name? Kim. Remember?
0: Yeah, she went as your date.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. <laughs> Wait a second,
0: which one was that?
2: She was like in her forties.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and did you guys make out?
2: We we did, but then she's like, I have to go home. And I'm like, we can go to the bars now. She's like, I got to go home. And I never saw her again.
0: Yeah. Oh, poor Kim. You ruined her that night.
2: Uh-uh. Oh, good times, man. Hey, no, wait. What, what are we talking
0: about? We talked about something this weekend that I wanted to bring up on the show.
2: Oh, just like you were saying that I did a good job and you would give me an A. And then I immediately begin panicking. And I go, what's the key to having a good schedule and figuring things out with timing? Oh, yeah
0: hobby's a talker man you just you give him you give him like two words and then he just goes into a whole dissertation about things
2: well i wanted advice from you and you're like i'm not a guy that gives advice like you said i just got lucky or i forget what you said you said i don't have a secret to doing well i just worked hard
3: yeah my advice for you is not to call it advice
2: good <laughs> point it's the way i talk uh yeah
0: <laughs> all right is that it for news Galvin? that is it for news all right let us take a break uh we i don't even want to say it. we were supposed to announce something today do you know about that yeah no we we're supposed to announce something but now we're